What's up, everybody? I'm Chris, a.k.a. Melodic, and you're listening to STB Radio. I run this space daily. We discuss content creation, personal branding, and technology. Please leave a comment in the chat bubble. Retweet the space so we can find more friends. Let's get into it, everyone. What's up, friends? I see Ivy in the audience hitting that request. Love to see that. Basically, has turned into the co-host, kind of, here every day. Love to see that. We got Curtis. We got Richard. We got Fetch. We got STB. We got Dan. Love to see all the new homies, new friends, old friends, and everything like that. <clears throat> I had some technical problems off the bat. So I had to fix those up. I see uh, Ivy's back struggling. I'm just going to invite to speak. Forget the co-host thing. For whatever reason, that has been a a bugger. I'm live on YouTube. I have a new setup. I think it looks pretty good, actually, to be honest. I'm digging that. Invite to speak. Damn, Ivy's down there. All kinds of topics and things to say. And unfortunately, I'm able to speak. I'm, I'm spamming that invite for you, my friend. Twitter Spaces is a fantastic platform, really well designed. I'm super bullish on it. Okay. I think we got my guy up here. IV. Hello. Well, okay. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. So there's some struggles there. We'll, he'll, we'll work on getting IV up. But if anyone wants to request, feel free to do so. I can't guarantee it's going to work. Oh, my God. It will not work because this shit is terrible. Literally, I was trying to click on mute, wouldn't unmute, trying to request, couldn't oh even my. request. We love spaces. Spaces suck, but we're still here every day. What we is actually, good? Yeah. Every single day. We don't take weekends off out here. It's actually wild. That's what I'm saying. I can't even see my emojis either. Like, that's also a problem. Like, everything is it's just a problem today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. And I've noticed that if you schedule space and you start it a one minute beforehand, it actually won't open. Like, it literally just rugs the entire space and you have to make a new one. Uh, of course, of course. I don't know why I expect anything else. <laughs> I know. I knew. I know. It's just, I mean, hey. I mean, at least we have this, I guess. Count, yeah. count, count the blessings, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess, I guess. We'll take it, we'll take it. <laughs> Yo, Fetch, I see you over there throwing up emojis, pumping out the content. What's going on? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, I requested to speak right away because uh, I saw Ivy dropped out, and I didn't want you uh, talking to yourself or anything. Oh, so. okay. Uh, oh, looking out for me. I appreciate that. Fish out of oh, water. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was just going to help you out a little bit because you always help me out, and I appreciate you so much. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited for the space, as always. It always brightens my day. I get so excited, something to look forward to. So, yeah, I'm ready ready to hear it. Should I post the um, live feed in the comments? I'm a little self-conscious about it. Like, I almost don't want it to be found out. But because of that, I might just post it anyway. I mean, you do you, Chris, you know, make that decision, be different, do your thing, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it comes to. So the topic of the day, I made a video, finding your niche. I feel like you've gone through this journey, fetch you on this journey, people in the audience probably on this journey, kind of finding your little 
little niche to work in, little cubby hole to hang out in, you know, build your audience, do your thing. Ivy, what's that been like for you, my friend? Dude, you know, I actually got you with this. I can go in depth because obviously I've been in here for, I mean, I've been in this space for like a year now, but I kind of bounced around. Like in the beginning, it was like alpha. Everyone wanted alpha. Everyone wanted to know the next project to get on. So that was like kind of what I did. And I wasn't even that good at it. I was just like, just spitting out projects that I was going to hop into that I knew were going to be pretty good. So, but then I moved forward, ended up focusing on things that I'm actually interested in, which was like a ton of just um, like finance, decision-making, uh, really into judgment. Like I think everything is a decision you have to make and, you know, learning from those decisions is important. So I focus a lot on, on that. But then I realized, I'm like, dude, I just kind of like making people think. And like, you know, I just like making people just, you know, come to their own realizations or just, you know, help them with, you know, actionable tips. That's also why I love posting actionable tips. So now- Thought provoker. Exactly, big thought provoker over here. But, you know, now I'm, I'm focusing a lot on things that I'm doing today, which is like, I'm speaking a lot. I'm, you know, tweeting a lot, I'm writing a lot. So I've been trying to help other people write and find their voice, as well as, you know, just spit the tips out for having a strong mindset confident enough to you know find your voice so it's been amazing like honestly finding your niche is not easy it takes some time but i think i have found my my set in stone niche which i i think is is going to be well so i'm going to do this for probably six months 12 months see where it goes if i need to change it i will but i don't think i will i think this is uh i think it's going to hold out strong but i love this question yeah so i almost want to dig down a little further on that because the more precise we can get the more value we can offer like were there things you were doing on a daily or was there an exercise you did to kind of get like find your niche? I got you. I got you. So obviously everyone is in like this self-improvement niche. I swear to God, everyone is just like, you know, self-improvement, self-improvement. So I was like, I'm already in this umbrella, mm -hmm. but I realized I was like, I need a niche down to, you know, be more authentic, to be different, to stick out. And that's where I was like, you know, I, I'm starting to do spaces. I'm starting to talk more. So that's where I realized, like, you know, I got to focus on this. But yeah, you know, the daily things were were really just exploring my timeline, you know, seeing what other people enjoyed, as well as like connecting with others with like things that I'm just interested in. Like, I don't tweet about DeFi and stuff, but I'm super interested in it. So I connect with a lot of people in there. And I mean, even they support my content a lot, which is like really cool. Like, I feel like everyone in this space is super supportive. So that was like my main thing. Every day, I was just trying to connect, connect, connect. I know you can relate with this too, Chris. Like I was just trying to network, be in everyone's DMs, and you know, just actually provide value that you couldn't ignore. Which was like something that I still do today. I'm trying to make content that, like, you know, you could read just one tweet and like, I, I hope you think about it for 30 minutes at least. Like that is like always a goal. So, you know, that that's kind of some stuff I do daily. No, I love to hear that value at its finest. And I think you made the comment, well, you, I don't think I did, in fact, hear you make this comment about exploring the timeline is interesting these days. And um, sorry, you said you explore timeline. I'm adding that it's interesting these days. I've become like, here's the thing. I got to switch up my mindset or something. So, A, I'm 100% got to spend less time on Twitter. 100% have to do that. I don't. Like I leave Twitter these days feeling worse than when I hopped on. And like, it's, I keep in like, why do I keep coming back? Like, why do I keep doing this? So I'm literally going to start actively. People say Instagram's dead. Reality is it's not. It's still one of the most highly used platforms. That's actually Facebook is the number one most used platform, which like you wouldn't think like people just think, assume it's dead, but it's, it's not even by any stretch of your, any stretch of imagination. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm really honestly going to move back to Instagram. 
as the number one platform, which is a crazy concept. And I'm going to still, I'm going to still run spaces every day, still produce content, still connect with people because I feel like connecting with people on Twitter is unmatched. I would say just the ability, the frictionless nature of it is, is really nice, but um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. I actually have a question about like, you know, you said you want to go to Instagram, focus on that a little bit more, like the difference between Twitter and Instagram, like obviously there's a difference there, but Instagram to me, like it's kind of just like a, like a thirst trap. Like, I mean, like even if you get into your niche, you'll still be seeing some like other shit that's just like not relevant at all because I swear they're always just trying to misdirect you. That's social media, but you got to pick your poison. You know, and like, it's just like, it's, you got to pick your poison, you know what I'm saying? And, and if, oh man, if Twitter these days, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's like, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a little beyond. Like I would yeah. rather, I would rather that poison at this point, to be honest. That's understandable, dude. I was actually having a conversation this morning with Vin Smoked. He, he, he pops in our spaces here and there. And he was like telling me about how he wants to go to Twitch to start making, uh, to start actually building, yeah, to build a following. And because he thinks Web3 streaming isn't like popular right now. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, you have a plain canvas that you can go and make your mark in and probably even be like a leader in that. So it actually inspired me to think a little bit. I was like, wow. But the the reason behind that decision was it didn't really make sense to me. He said that he wanted to do that because crypto Twitter was like dying. Which I can see, like I don't think it's dying. I, I think it's, know. I think it's just kind of branching out. It's kind of dispersing, but like it's still very much alive in my eyes. Oh, it's very much alive and thriving. It's just, and like, man, I have these internal debates. Like, I, I really like struggle internally. It's like, is it me, or is it the con? Like, what is it about this? Like, is has the content changed or have I changed? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I the problem or is this the problem? Like, I really struggle with that. I mean, it's all about how you're like, you know, perceive or consuming this content, you know, like if you're like, you know, obviously doom scrolling, you're gonna feel like shit after because yeah, you're not you're not looking at anything relevant. You're just looking at all the random shit, maybe here and there, you know, you see something relevant to you or to your interest. But like, other than that, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna leave nice. But that's why I love lists. You know, when I get off Twitter, and I'm like, and I've been looking at a list the whole time, or what am I like curated list? You know, I usually feel good. I usually feel like, you know, I'm ready to go and make something or I'm inspired. So I guess I guess it's kind of how you consume, man. Well, yeah, this is it. So I'm looking at the timeline now and like here's where here's my issue. And this is just this is uh, this is a problem across all social media. This is just straight facts. It's, it's like if you want to find authenticity, like you don't go to social media, which is unfortunate because that's what I'm looking for. Like I'm. I really resonate with people who are like genuine and authentic. Like that's really what I fuck with. And even people that are writing self-improvement, like I know they're doing it because they're trying to get attention. Like they're just doing it because it seems like the trendy thing to do. And I see right through it. I'm like, this person probably doesn't even fucking read any books or practice any of this stuff, but they're like, they see NFT God have success with it. So, Hey, this is my way in to garner some attention. And I'm just like, Oh, and as you're seeing this stuff, I'm like, how do I get around? authenticity like how do you find these authentic people like nft is authentic it's like very he's living a life very true to himself and that's why it hit and that's why it resonates and that's why i like his content you as well like you practice what you preach like i love that uh fetch let's hear it 
Yeah, I just wanted to quick talk about the authenticity. I think it's a lot easier to figure out if someone is being authentic or not if they hop up on spaces and like actually talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like and actually talk about it. Then you can like almost really tell in their voice, you know, if they are passionate about something or if they're knowledgeable about something. And so you could see these tweets all the time and you might think that about them. But then like if you actually hear them talk, they could like sound completely different. So I think hopping on spaces gives you a better voice and then a better way to figure out if they are really portraying themselves as that person or not. Yeah. And that could be why I actually, I gravitate towards spaces and I run them every day. Cause like I get that connection. I get to learn about people, which I really enjoy. And I see Curtis just requested. And it's funny before you requested Curtis, I was actually going to give a shout out to you because like you made that post about coffee and you're like, it's just me. It's my brand. I'm like, and I loved that. I was like, okay, this guy's just like being himself. And I really appreciated that. And it like made my day a little bit better to see some genuine out there. So what's going on, Curtis? You came up on stage. What's going on? I bet he's having the same problem as I am. Yep. (laughs) Twitter spaces. Hey, well, we appreciate the effort. I mean, you can leave and come back and request again. Sometimes that works. Or Ivy, what worked for you? I don't know. Yeah, I just had to keep leaving and coming back, leaving, coming back. That's usually what works. It's the troubleshooting. (laughs) Like, what is, like, oh. I actually had something with that topic. um, Because... Like authenticity is not something that you just like come across. Like, I mean, it's literally like within you, you just have to notice it. Like you just have to take action in that stuff. So, or like whatever you're taking action in even could be your authenticity, like, or your, yeah, like what I mean. But like, like I said, you know how I've been doing spaces lately and I'm hosting uh, the dinner party with um, Pat and Flourish. Like I realized, you know, no one else is hosting the dinner party. Maybe they're doing something similar, but they're not, you know, experiencing the same experiences I am. So like, that's authentic, you know, so I can talk about that. I can talk about the lessons I've learned and like, I can go more in depth in those experiences, which is why I think people should look further into their, their actions and, you know, find where they are authentic and where those experiences are not like everyone else's. Like, yes, they can be similar, but they will never be just like everyone else's. And I also love Fetch's point with spaces. Like, yeah, when someone comes up and they're talking, you can totally hear if they're about, like, if they're about it, you know what I mean? Like, that, that is, that's really cool. Like, it's like, it adds the proof in the pudding when they come up, you hear their voice. So I do love that take. And how do you guys feel about the people who are talented and you respect, but all their content is just recreating content in and around the large influencers? Because here's the thing. I can see both sides of that. And like, there's obviously names that come to mind. It's like these people continually write threads, videos about the top names in the space, which a it's smart because like you do need to get eyes on your stuff. And if they retweet or engage with it, that's like a good thing. So respect on that front. But at the same time, it also comes across as kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't actually don't know. There's probably a more educated word for it, but like all I can think of is like simping for whatever reason, that's like what comes to mind. Um, so I always wanted that balance. Like I have, haven't seen, maybe there is, I haven't seen too many people that create like, like video content or, or whatever that actually balance both. And I think that would be a game that I really respect. Oh yeah, dude, people that make video content, I always respect because like, it's not easy uh, to make it obviously in the first place. Editing is not easy. Like I, I've tried it out in the past. So 
I always respect like people that are pumping it out on the daily. Like Tally is someone who I really respect because he's like, not only is he pumping out content for himself, but he's also pumping it out for others. He's like making short form for, isn't he working on or working with NFT God too, Chris? Yeah. So he's a guy I respect. And I mean, I'm in no position to give anyone feedback with anything, but it would be cool to see someone like that show some love to some smaller accounts or other accounts that are doing things that he resonates with. Yeah, you know, I've actually made a dude, I made a tweet about that like way, way in the past. I was talking about how like, you know, bigger or people with platforms should start um, recognizing people with smaller platforms, but like are still pushing every day. Like, obviously, you're, you're not going to go and plug and promote just anyone. But like, you know, you could totally find someone that is small that you just are so interested in, like you want to see them do well. And like, why not post something about them? Give them a little spotlight. That is like, that would be amazing. And imagine the attention that you would get being the bigger account. Like, obviously, people are going to love that you're supporting smaller uh, influencers or creators. And then other smaller creators will flock towards you because, you know, you're sharing others. Like, it, it's a win-win situation. And I don't know why we don't see more of win-win situations in this space when really, like, they are what makes the communities grow, get tighter. Like, I would love to see that, Chris. That's a great take. Yeah. But then, like, here's, like, here's, and, like, man... I'm so in my head. It's probably unhealthy how in my head I am because like I, I'm just like, I overanalyze everything. And like, I'm a think I'm like a deep thinker. I like really think about things. I think about it's like really through, which like pros and cons. There's always pros and cons. Um, but like, I like here, like I have this opinion. Like I, like this is where I get like, maybe I'm a crazy person. It's like, I have this opinion that like, A, I, I wish this person would do this, but B like, who the fuck are you to wish for somebody else? But then it's like, well, see, it shows up on my feed and I consume it. So it affects me. So then I'm like, well, maybe you do have a little bit of opinion. But then it's like, well, you can just block the person and mute them. But then it's like, but I like the person. I don't want to block them or mute them. I just wish they did things my way. And it's like, oh, my God, how do I fucking go through that's a, that's a funny concept. Um, and, I, you know, people talk about this a ton in, like, mindset research is, like, you know, people wanting it their way, like they want it to align with their beliefs. But then Chris, you got to realize everyone's built different, you know, they're all they're all different in their own way. Exactly. So it's they have their own so we goals. Let them, they have their own. Yeah, con, like everything like you don't have the context where they are in their lives, what they're trying to accomplish, who's in their DMs. There's a million and one things you don't have context to. Yeah. And like they've had their own experiences. Exactly. Like, so they're going to obviously give their own unique take. But that's actually what I love about it. Like if something bothers me, I will like sit down, I'll be like, why? And then like, if it's something on social media, like I can sit there for a while, I can keep rereading it over and over and be like, why is this bothering me? Like, it makes no sense. And usually, you know, I can completely destroy a shitty belief by doing that. So if you ever like find yourself and you're just like sitting there like, dude, like this sucks. Like I just doom scrolled or whatever. And like, you know, I saw content that I do like, but I don't really like, I, I don't know, just dive into your thought process and figure it out. Like, that's all I could say. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was you or somebody else. But I had a little bit of a dialogue back and forth about insecurities and insecurities are actually a really good way to like figure yourself out. And what I mean by that is things that offend you. Like if something pisses you off, that isn't blatant, like just straight up, obviously bad. But like someone says something about like, Oh, I like this. Like, I didn't like that video you made. Like, like if you are fully confident about your ability to create videos and get better, it might, it probably won't bug you that much. Like you're, you're, you have security there, but if you're insecure about your ability to create videos, like that would bother you. And I think that's good insight to have. Like what is offending you that probably shouldn't. Yeah, dude, you know, there's actually another thing that goes along with this 
is like if you are struggling to find a calling for yourself, figure out what annoys you. Like figure out something in this world, like a problem that just like pisses you off every day or maybe once a week that you could pursue and bring a solution to. Like that is one of the easiest way to find a calling in my opinion. I don't know too many ways, but that was one that was like, it like stuck out to me. And that kind of relates to that. Bro, number one is already on my mind. It's like people that do things for vanity. That is my number one thing. Like if you are doing things on the timeline and in life to get likes and retweets, Oh my God, that is like the number one thing that like, but it literally, I think it, I, I am so passionate about it that it's detrimental to me. And like, I posted that tweet, I seen you like it and I deleted it because it was like, I don't know if I want to put that message, but it's like, I will literally never have a large audience or go viral because I won't do those things. Like, I just won't do it. Like I seen a post that was like, if you want to hit in your space, like write about the trending topics. But then yeah. it's like, I don't want to do that. I want to write about things that I want to write about and people like me resonate with. That's understandable. You know, I was actually in the midst of writing a reply to that before you were deleting it. I was like, oh, someone here, the creator deleted this. I was like, damn, because I was going to say with your vision or with your mission of, you know, wanting to connect with people and, you know, just build relationships. I feel like virality just follows. You know, it's kind of like when you're focusing on your mission and vision in a business, you know, you don't really focus on making money. The money just ends up following if, you know, you're executing. So that's like, that's something that just, I, I was in the midst of writing that reply. Oh, you know, what sorry, been... man. <laughs> but I felt like it was almost like manifesting. Like I was putting this bad energy into the world that I didn't like where like the first two leads, the first two lines were like, I will never have a large audience and I will never go viral. And like, I don't know. Probably, I actually believe that. Like, I actually think that's true. But at the same time, like, I don't know if that's energy that you want to put out in the world. And I was like, I don't know if I like that. So I deleted it. Yeah, I mean, come on, Chris. We always talk about, you know, believing in yourself. Your first step should be believing in that you could, you know, actually right? do it. Like, come on. If you're no, going to believe that the okay. opposite, <laughs> come on. No, that's a valid point. But then that is also why I deleted Because I don't want this to come off as, like, I'm not confident and I think I suck. Because, like, I'm very... I'm very i'm in like a very good place like i know who i am i enjoy what i do like i've got to this point where like if i can write and host my spaces and talk to people like i'm happy i feel like i hit like i this is it for me but what yeah. the, the point i was trying to make is like because i'm just doing the thing i enjoy and i'm not after the metrics like i will never be viral and i will never have a huge audience because i'm just existing that's understandable. Like, obviously, you do have to look at like the the metrics. Like, you have to have your set of KPIs, your key performance indicators. Like, I obviously have things I pay attention to, but I still think you know if you are just sticking to your mission and your mission is like something you are super passionate about. I think the virality just follows. I mean, you don't even have to pay attention to those indicators if you are so determined. Like. And Chris, I think you are a pretty damn determined person. Like, you know, all of us say thank you to you because you connected us, like connected most of this group together. So I think it's amazing. And I think you should just keep pushing, stay determined to that mission. And I, I promise that, vi that virality will follow. I mean, if it does or doesn't, that's all good. But I, I like the ethos. I like the message behind it. And like the reality is like low key, I feel like I'm going to outlast everyone in this content game because of my mindset, because I'm not chasing anything. Because it's literally, I wake up in the morning with my coffee, I sit at the computer and I write an article about something that I want to write about that I think people also who think like me would enjoy. Like today I wrote about Atomic Habits because that's a book I just read, did a summary on it, post, I'll make some videos, done.
that's like literally just super enjoyable for me. I don't have to go look at trends. Like I don't have to go on YouTube. What are people talking about? Like all this shit. It's like I'm writing about things I'm living and enjoying and people that also live and enjoy these things can come along for the ride. You, you kind of got some clashing beliefs here, man. You know, if you believe that you're going to be the last man standing, but you don't believe that you could go viral, hey, I'm just saying, I think you should, I think you start <laughs> believing that you can go viral because I'm serious, man. You can go viral. Like, no matter what, if you believe you can go viral, you will go viral. So don't worry about it. You know, stick to your shit. Why and just do We got a hobby up on stage. Up. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> what's well, good, man? Hey, GMGM, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning? Never great, better. Great. I feel really good right now, actually. Like, the more shit I talk, the better I feel, man. Maybe I should just be a shit talker. Professional shit talker. How's that? That's great. Hey, you do you, man. I just I just woke up from a four-hour nap, so trying to, trying to stretch it out and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, something that I, I really find really difficult as a creator is just is the consistency with staying within not staying within your niche but niching out so as opposed to niching down and being on like you know everyone's always like pick one specific solution pick one specific problem talk about that forever um if you look at the best the the top creators on twitter and linkedin they aren't niching down they're niching out so essentially they're taking their niches and picking which ones would be the best. So they're doing, you know, I think virality is one aspect where they have growth tweets or growth content. And they also have authenticity content where they're focused on the personal side of their brand. And then they have the authority side, right? And so I think those three, combining those three in some way really leads to virality because you get people that um, get to know you, you get you know, content that can become viral and you get content, you create content that is putting you in a position to where you're seen as the boss of this industry. And I think if you find a way to combine those three, it's like unstoppable. I actually like love that take because, you know, because everyone in this space, like you said, like we're all kind of like trying to niche down. Like, you know, I, I, we were talking about early before you joined how like, you know, everyone's kind of in this umbrella of self-improvement. But like, you know, not too many people are niching down into something like more specific. So I decided to do that. That was, but you should just have your pillars. Like, I feel like if you have your foundations really strong, then yeah, you can go and make another pillar and actually get branch out. But I still think you should start with that foundation, you know, find your main niche first, build that community, that tight knit group, and then start to branch out, add more people and just keep repeating the process. Honestly, I do like that. Yeah, like a really good exercise that I sat down and did was I took three, I created a Venn diagram with three circles, right? And there's like a bunch of overlaps there. And so I was like, okay, what are the three most important topics to me? And for me, it was marketing, Web3, and the creator economy. And what I did from there is for each overlap, <clears throat> those were subtopics, right? Marketing, Web3, marketing, creator economy, creator economy, Web3. But then that ultimate niche that's, you know, where I can sprinkle my personal brand and say, this is me, is that middle one where it's like, you know, Web3 marketing and creative economy all coming together and me essentially figuring out what does that mean, right? And so right now I'm in that stage of figuring that out. I think that's where your personal brand lies in, but the other three 
and the overlaps between each one are where you can grow your account swift. I think that's a great and, take. Yeah, and you have unlimited content ideas if you do that. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. So I, I can speak at length about that, but I do see that Emily's got her hand out, which you love to see the respect from Emily. The respect. Hi, everybody. I just, I, I like that topic and I wanted to speak on authenticity and really taking the time to figure yourself out, to figure out your branch, uh, your brand, sorry, and your niche. Like, it took me some time because you think you want to talk about something, but at the same time, you want to aim for a certain um, outcome for your brand, right? You, you want to uh, put yourself in a certain space. So it took time for me to merge the two and really figure out what I wanted to talk about. And I'm still figuring it out, but actually like talking with a lot of creators, talking with you, Chris, like I still go back to that thing. Um, and Ivy and such, like there's a lot of things that you guys have said, but like learning, right. Being passionate about learning, being passionate about figuring stuff out. I love to support. I love to hype. I also took a lot of courses to really, and I'm taking one right now, and now I've redone my bio, like that exercise takes time. And it's good that Twitter forces you to have only 160 words or characters so that you have, you have no choice but to really like um, remove the clutter and, and just stick to the basic. And I guess for me, what helps me to say, okay, so this is what I want to talk about. And it gives me room to be authentic and to try stuff out is that I'm going to, I'm, so I'm learning, right? I'm learning about content. I'm learning about web three, spend a lot of time in spaces. So I'm going to recap because, and with recapping, I'm going to develop this, uh, this opinion. Like I'm going to connect things together. I'm going to make other people benefit and slowly, but surely like, I'm going to live out this brand and I'm going to get involved because I'm getting curious and I'm discovering things and it's fun. So for me, I feel that I'm in a good place. And like, just like, and something you said also, Chris, like, like think about your profile as a TV station. Like if you, you had a synopsis or a movie, like in like a few words or a paragraph, how would people instantly get what you're about? Right. So they know that if they come back to your content, then that's what they're going to get. And they're going to be like, OK, I can I can I can get with that. So I think that for me, like learning recap and support and, 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 and just figuring out how to put your brand out there. Those are things that for me, give me a lot of room to explore. So I'm not pigeon, pigeonholed or I'm not stuck talking about the same old things. There's room to explore and it kind of all fits. So that what helped me finally I think it took me like months to figure out like okay who am I what's my brand and how can I approach it from my perspective and offer something authentic so that's one of what I wanted to bring to the conversation okay. that's a great point and I think you're in such a beautiful place because that is almost the most fun part about it you know like when you're like in that discovery mode you're trying things like that is a at least for me that was a really enjoyable period where you're like dabbling in different things, seeing what's working, like, oh, this took off. And that, I mean, I'm interested in that. And like, that's cool. So I really, I really like that, that place you're in. And, and when you kind of like make that connection, 
Like if you fuse those brainwaves of like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. This is a good topic. Like that's a good feeling. And then you start producing the stuff and like you build this roadmap organically. And I, I think that's, that's in my opinion, exactly how it should be done. I mean, yeah. No, not, Oh, my bad, Chris. No, no, go ahead. That was a perfect place to end. (laughs) WWW. I'm just perfect timing like that. But I love how you were like kind of defining your brand through your actions. You know, you were looking at what you were doing and you were like, you know, how can I turn this into my content? And I think that is perfect because that adds your authenticity. As you said, you know, your actions are your own experiences and boom, like you're, you're able to uh, publish that. That's amazing. And Chris, yeah, I mean, I, he brought up this point or she brought up this point uh, too, where you have to have like that one line that tells people, you know, exactly what you are or what you're doing. And, you know, having that in your bio is so important. Like Emily, I recently changed my bio as well. Cause I had to, I, I was still just back with just, you know, mindset builder and uh bibliophile, you know, I like books and, you know, I like to build mindsets. That's like not enough. So I decided, you know, I'm going to niche down, figure out the things specifically that I want to talk about. And, you know, that birthed the bio that I have today. And people say that they really like it. You know, they can instantly see if they want to follow me or not. So I, I totally love that. I swear I heard a voice and then it went away. But no, Ivy, your, your uh, bio is a banger. It instantly knows, uh, it instantly relates what you're all about, which is super, um, you know, the goal. But uh, Fetch, yeah. I feel like you might have spoken. She tried to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I tried to speak. And then... Uh, Ivy started talking, of course. No, I'm just playing, Ivy. I'm just playing. Um, oh, I love I just, that. <laughs> I just wanted to say I love when Emily comes up on stage because I always love her take. So it's so nice to hear her. And I did actually see that you did change your bio, and I love it. I saw. I think I saw it yesterday. And I was like, wow, that's so good. And I just wanted to uh, touch on what she said about being curious and learning because I am all for, like, just being curious, like figuring out what you like, like you might think maybe like a couple of years ago, you you didn't like something, but now you're in a totally different place. And if you go back to that, with a totally different mindset, it might be like, Oh, I actually do like this. So I think it's just so important to just keep learning and be curious. And I really like how you brought that up. So just wanted to touch on that point. Yeah, I, that's actually something I stress a lot too, is like following your intellectual curiosity. Like it's just things that you are just curious how does that work why is that how that is like that stuff is so much fun to dive into Mm -hmm. and just you know form new interest and fetch you know you were talking about learning something new how that helps you a lot just you know branch off start creativity and and inspire you so i I love that but vivek hand up what is good brother what's good what's good yeah the what's really great about following your curiosity and and learning is that you can journal that write about it and that's part of your personal brand, right? Chris and Ivy, last time, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, we talked about you just have to be one step ahead of your audience. And I mean, I think that's really true. And if you're one step ahead, you're, they're, you're more relatable and people will find you to be more authentic because you can share your struggles, your pain points, and they'll likely relate to it. But Emily, uh, you bring up the great point of, you just had a lot of great points, but you just bring up a great point about, you know, learning. And what what I find is the most important thing in a personal brand and what's like the ultimate leverage is you, right? Like your journey, your story. If you can sprinkle that into your content, 
I think it's it like it really teaches you when you are a content marketer, a content strategist. How do you help a brand, like a full blown company, do the same thing, right? And I don't see companies. I mean, you can look at the top companies in the world. The people that have the most followers aren't the companies; it's the CEOs and the founders, right? Elon Musk has more followers than all his companies combined. Um, you know, uh, trying to think of someone else off the top of my head, but you get the point. Like personal brands are really powerful, and I remember. I was talking, I like resigned from a position that I was kind of in and the person kind of downplayed personal brand saying, well, you won't make as much money. And my goal isn't to make a billion dollars or a trillion dollars. My goal is to build my personal brand because it's something I can own and I have the ultimate leverage to build it. Whereas, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's going to make me capital while I'm sleeping, not working for another company and building someone else's dream. Yeah, that, I mean that was beautiful finisher there. I totally agree with that. And you know, you said like a like a huge point. Like people just relate with other people better than they can relate with a brand. It's just like that's why you hear people talk about Elon more than you hear them talk about Tesla because you know Elon is like the face. I mean, obviously you can relate with a person more than just a car company, you know. So yeah, personal brands really are the future. I believe that you are going to start seeing a lot of big companies go this route where they kind of not have a mascot but they have a person that people can actually make a connection with because that is how you actually create a better customer relationship. So I do love that. But Emily, hand up. What's good? Uh, question to you, Ivy, and to everybody. So I was in a space uh, that talked about like how to use gamifications and incentives to attract people. And it seemed to be like it was a very interesting discussion. They had a lot of talking points. They, it was really um, about business and there was a lot of material, a lot of things that you could get from it. But you said something is like people like to follow people. They like to connect with people. So do you think that there's too much emphasis on um, really all the levers and everything that can attract people to a space or a game? And it's something that Vivek said too. Or do you think that there should be a refocus on personal branding? Because why are we, you know, following each other, right? It's because like, so we, we come to Chris's space because we like to hang out. And ultimately, we like to be in each other's spaces. So I was curious about your, um, everybody's take on it relating to personal branding. I'll take this uh, after Vivek, but let's, let's hear Vivek. What's good, brother? No, go ahead. I got, got it after you. Okay, perfect, perfect. I love it. I love it. So one thing that I realized is like, like you said, you know, connecting with a person is way easier than a brand. So I think I started to incentivize a relationship. Like if you engage with me, and you know, you actually like, you like my content, well, you know, you are now in a chance to form actually a relationship with me, I'll end up in your DMS at least some point after seeing you like my stuff. So I do think I have started to incentivize that relationship. Maybe my relationship isn't valuable, eh? but it's still, we're working up to it. I still love to just talk to people. I love to share my perspectives and I love to hear others' perspectives. So I definitely, that's what I started incentivizing. Incentivizing is just that relationship. I'm curious, um, when you talk about the different levers, are you, do you mean like when it comes to marketing, it's like very much your personal brand's very much focused on the business side? Uh, I guess I, I, it was, it's just a thought that came to mind when I heard Ivy, uh, talk about people or following people. Um, I guess I'm, I'm just, 
because I guess I, I'm trying to see how much effort, right, actual mechanisms, like, should you use to uh, get people to follow your brand? It's like something Chris was saying, right? Like, I want to talk about what I want to talk about, and I like things that I like, and this is fun for me. So, so there's, like, the brand, and there's the brand of you, and there's the actual work into getting your brand to more people in front of more people. And that those two kind of thoughts came to my mind to say, okay, so then should there be a, a retweaking of the ratio? It's not something that I personally think of, uh, of doing. It's just an interesting uh, trail to follow, right? It's like, yeah. because it seemed to be that people were kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They were really kind of scraping it and trying to see, okay, like they had a really articulate discussion as to how can we do this and bring more people in? And I'm like, interesting. Isn't the answer to be a little bit more personal with your stuff so that people will want to be in naturally? Like, are we making this thing too complicated? I don't, and, and there are many, many things that I don't know and that my thinking may not apply to the space because I don't know enough yet, but I thought that those two points, like, okay, gamification and sentences and all these things, they are important, but, like, how do they stack up to just relating to people? Yeah, that, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. It, it really sounds, what I'm getting from this is, how do you separate, or how do you think about building a personal brand from the personal side versus, like, the brand side, where it's, you're looking at growth hacks and the best, optimized thumbnail and incentivization gamification i'd say for me and this is how i think about it is your personal brand starts with you and the systems and mechanisms that are in place the levers help you amplify that so it's really difficult to it's easy i wouldn't say it's easy but once you kind of understand yourself it's easy to be able to portray yourself online then it becomes difficult to amplify that and expose yourself to people so you build those networks. And so I think there you make a great point here is like, are we overthinking it? And I think to a certain extent, yes, there are times where I think that any time it gets too complicated where you can't explain it to a kid, then your marketing strategy, your personal brand is at a point where you need to take a step back and reevaluate how to convey it because for me i come from an academic background and i always hated academia because everything is jargony there's a reason why there's jargon right but when i was writing my thesis and my master's thesis i was focused on making sure when people read this they aren't worried about the theory and their brain isn't exploding based on this deep dive but instead it's here's the answer if you were in this situation in a practical way so I mean, the, the, that's the long answer. The short answer is I think you need both and a balance of both. Um, I think if you lean on one side too hard, let's say like the mechanism side, then you lose the personal side. If you lean on the personal side, you lose the ability to actually market yourself. Yo, <clears throat> love that. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I wanted to maybe piggyback on it a little bit, which was like, hey, the goal. So like in that particular space and for yourself, like what you're actually wanting to achieve is an important take as well but my overarching answer is always going to be the one that nobody wants to hear and it's going to be that patience is the thing nobody has fucking patience it's like how many strategies and tactics can i fucking do to get as many likes as quick as possible and the reality is for most people that isn't sustainable and it doesn't work long term 
So my thing is like, build your system that's sustainable for you, that you enjoy doing, and run it for a really long time, like a really long time. Like I'm like, and I'm literally talking years. Like, run it for years, and you're probably going to outperform in the long. All those people running those strategies. Now the thing is, sometimes if you're if you if you need to make money and you want this to be the way you make money like quickly, that's going to be a very different system you're going to run. And if you're running it for a business or if you are a business, I mean, that's a whole different conversation as well. So you have to separate the two in that sense. It's like as a person who just enjoys creating content and I want to build up my personal brand, like it's your personal brand. You're going to have it for the rest of your life. It's not going anywhere. Like you have a long time to work on this. Um, I would just definitely kind of have that in mind, which all comes back, tie it all together. It's like, what are the goals that we're actually talking about? Because like, me and IV might have two completely different goals. Like his goal is like in the next three years, he wants to monetize somehow. He's going to act very differently than I do. You know what I mean? So that would be um, the way I will look at it. Could, could I, sh- uh, what's it, pin a, pin a Twitter thread that oh, yeah. I read? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's a great oh, yeah. job. Okay, so if you check out this Twitter thread by Claudia, she is a like 14 or 15 year old writer who has grown her following to 20k plus that's fucking go and she's still in like i think she just started high school which is really cool and she talks about virality and it actually touches on some of this not in the exact way we're talking about it but her whole thing is you should stop tracking your likes and retweets um and the whole point here is people don't care about the retweets and the likes when they look at your content, they care about the content, right? And so when they look at the content, they read it and it's about you, they'll click your profile and then you, they'll look at your profile to decide within like 10 seconds or less, do they want to follow you or what are you about? And so when you think about this, right, like this is where I'm talking about the balance. It's like, don't chase for virality, you know, chase for growth and authenticity in some way. And my whole thing is I try and, sprinkle authenticity wherever I can so for example take some of your hobbies that you really like right I really like anime I grew up watching anime I'm writing a twitter thread on how Naruto and I've seen every single episode of Naruto it's like 500 episodes I wrote I'm writing a thread on how Naruto taught me lessons on content creation right that's some of me sprinkled into something that's going to help everybody and if you're like anime and you watch Naruto you'll definitely be able to understand what I'm talking about in this Twitter thread, but I also write it in a way where if you don't know, you can still learn something. But it's an extension of me at the end of the day. That is like the best type of approach. You know, you have that um, aspect where people can relate to it, and then you have that aspect where people can learn from it. And like when you find that balance, which it sounds like, you know, through that thread, that sounds like perfect, dude. Like I always try to write content like that where it has that ability that people can just like, oh, yeah, like, wait, I love that. Oh, wait, I'm learning a lesson through this. Like that stuff is like amazing when they're learning the lesson subliminally almost, you know, like that's that is so cool. But Chris, I saw you on mute. What's good, brother? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, it's kind of like this person is amazing. It's kind of like what I try to say, but she just like is so much better at saying it. And she's 13. So I hit them with a follow. I'm definitely going to take some lessons from this young lady who's fucking crushing it with a really good mindset. Yeah. And how long do you, like, do you think that she went, you know, like to find her processes and to find like her good content? You know, it probably took her like at least a year, at least. I mean, like, 
you got to test, 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 and test. You got to try that one strategy. I, I think if you have one strategy, try it for at least a year. That's the only way you can get enough data to actually like figure out if it's, if it's working or not. Otherwise, if you stop like six months short, you don't even really know if like that strategy works. So you think this person could be, um, generated by AI? Is this a real person or is this all AI? We're all in a simulation. We're all in a simulation. (laughs) Honestly, this is, how is this real life? This is so well written. I'm like, this is a prodigy. Jesus. Yeah. and, And Emily, I would say, you know, one way when Chris talks about having a strategy, one of the most important parts of that strategy is using the levers that you have and the mechanisms you have. So like data is very important. Sure. Likes and retweets at the end of the day don't matter, but looking at which content had the most engagement gives you an idea of the audience you have so far, you know, what do they like? But then you can find content. Like I've had, I've literally gained 50 followers off of one tweet, which was crazy to me. And you learn, okay, this is what attracts new audiences. This is what your audience resonates with that you currently have. And then you start figuring out, okay, how does this fit into my content strategy? And you just keep learning and experimenting from there. But you keep a like your overall strategy, you keep shooting for it for a year. I think that's great, Chris. Yeah. And you know, for that overall strategy, like you know, we're talking about like key performance indicators. You don't need like likes and those retweets, right? Don't pay attention to those. So then come up with your own KPIs, you know, come up with your own things that you, you pay attention to, to make sure that, you know, it's catching wind and like that, I'm telling you, like, it is so worth it. And, you know, you'll become even more authentic. You'll be focusing on different goals. So I love that. One, one, I just want to share this and I'll shut up. Um, I probably have to hop off soon, but one of the like KPIs that I use is, isn't even like measurable per se. I don't think like I can't just go out and easily put it on a spreadsheet. I have to manually do it. It's when content creators copy my format or style. I've had um, a couple people with tweet threads or with a tweet actually copy the tweet and make it their own version. And they've sent it to me and said, what do you think? And that's when I'm like, okay, this is what it means to not just create, but like influence people in some way. My bad. I didn't mean a thumbs down. I'm sorry. I got too excited with the buttons. <laughs> that's like a, it's like, that's like when you're making a true impact, you know, I would almost call that like KPI, like an impact. Like, I love that. But code, you know, hand up and the thumbs down. What is good, brother? And a new PFP. I almost didn't let you on stage. I said, who the hell is this guy? Uh, what are you taking shit? What's up with that reverb? What are you in the bathroom? What kind of space this whole star are you? Wait, I, I, I literally have no reverb. If I do, it's because of somebody else. No, you else. do. You do have reverb. You sound like you're in a bathroom stall. I refuse to believe that's true. Can anyone confirm or deny this? You do kind of have some ways. Like, <laughs> you do. Dude, I'm a, a fucking music. I'm a, I'm a sound engineer, Chris. All right. That's you can't say no reverb. There's definitely hints of reverb in your voice. Return that fucking mic. Stop buying new shit online and get Listen. on Amazon. Get something brand new. Listen, give me one second. I'm gonna try something. Someone speak. I got it. I got it. As always, I don't have the co-host title that. today, Look at Ivy. but I'm speaker. Ivy's using, Ivy's using the $25 mic he got, and he sounds way better than the $250 you spent. You know, I'll actually tell you the setup. We got the quadcast right here, not the S or not the newer one, and we also have the boom arm connected to it. You know, to remove the that desk. You know, that bullshit. So it, it's perfect. You know, I highly recommend this setup. But. Fleet, oh, you know, since you're up here. 
Testing. Is it any better? I mean, it's worse. It's worse. You know what? I'm just, I'm AFK for a bit. Yep, so we're closing Chris out of the space today, but Flea, you know, since you're up here, I just want to get, you know, maybe a one word, how are you? You want to, you're asking me how I am, or do you, <laughs> you want me to ask you how you are? No, 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 no. wait, wait, before anything, Flea, did you have your cold brew? You cannot speak in this space till you confirm you've had your actually, cold brew. Actually, I did have my cold brew, and it was, it's, Starbucks actually made my day today, because when I opened the app, because today's my birthday, they, uh, it said, it said birthday, it's on up. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Yeah. So usually, usually I don't give a shit about things like that. I'm like, oh, good, fucking free drink. But I don't know, man. For some reason today, I really appreciated it. It kind of made my day. I was like, damn, Starbucks cares. Well, I'm happy to hear. <laughs> and, and I sized and I sized up to a venti, and it was still free. I was expecting them to say, no, 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 no. we don't love you that much. Get the fucking grande, motherfucker. So this man is overfueled, and it's his birthday. You know we're getting flea at a unique time here. You know let's let's just let's just have a great one. Chris, are you finally good? What's good? <laughs> I've been good the whole time. Flea's saying I got reverb, but maybe I do a little bit. But like it's my Chris. thing. Like maybe that's my thing. I wouldn't steer you wrong, man. He really would, uh, especially on his birthday. No, I, I do believe that on your birthday, I man, happy birthday, flea. How old? Thank you, man. I appreciate. Are it. you like in your? 20s 30s like where yeah i don't want to ask your exact age because you're very anonymous i thought you knew my age range man what kind of fucking friend are you <laughs> yeah damn man you know, code 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 said happy birthday i appreciate no i love. do but i'm just trying to educate the audience like i know the answer uh i'm in i'm in i'm in my mid-30s love to see it unfortunately man you know february is the most rare birthday to have a is the most rare month to have a birthday in and, really and actually i'm also in february What's your what's your birthday? Well, it's were you born on Valentine's Day? <laughs> it's between the seventeenth and nineteenth. Oh, nice! Thank you. That narrows it oh, down. Oh, so it's the eighteenth. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was that was hilarious. And I got also. I have. Uh, I don't want to call it alpha because shit could go nowhere. But I am launching my art career today on 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 Twitter. I did. I started edition? it. I, I started an account uh, under a pseudonym, which is pretty cool. I'm, I'm gonna have fun with it, man. I got some ideas. I so have some mysterious, ideas. huh? So mysterious. That's that. I mean, that's what keeps it interesting, man. Like when there's when there's mystery and you can't quite figure something out, it just keeps you uh, keeps you interested. So I'm gonna try to keep it that way. Um, I'm gonna try to get some momentum before uh, before I kind of say anything else. But I, I, I think it's gonna be fire. I like the strategy. You're already anonymous, and now you have an anonymous account, like layered on yeah. the anonymous account. An anonymous guy has an anonymous, another anonymous account. Yeah, it's just like a chain of anon anonymity. <laughs> so, I'm just curious. You know, how are you separating yourself from the crowd, man? You know, there's a ton of artists up in here. So, what are you doing differently? Oh man, I I, I already have my approach. It's definitely going to be different. Um, I'm gonna leverage like the different technologies in the space in a way that I haven't really seen it uh, kind of implemented. Uh, and I'm going to just give it some lore, but not in a cheesy way. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to be this like unknown guy that puts out like this, this cool different approach to, to the art scene that we see in web three. Uh, and it's something that, cause what stopped me before is like, I don't, I don't have any like dev friends. I kind of do, 
like from this project that I that I was telling you guys that I kind of wanted to revive. Like, I got really cool with them, but I don't want to start pulling favors and asking you know people for for shit. So I, I think I'm gonna just use Manifold, uh, and I think I'm just it's gonna take a uh, kind of bootstrap approach. I I think with art, what, what you know, what I've realized is that there's actually uh, there's beauty in the in the in the way that you could just do something without it doesn't have to be perfect. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Like your you know like your website doesn't have to be perfect. Like the way you put out shit doesn't have. I, I mean I think that's what makes it artistic, is that it has it, it's imperfect. So. It, you want You want to. It's imperfect in the perfect ways. Exactly. Well said. I think that's the way to go about it. So how do your, I'm excited. How do your supporters support you? How do we support you? Um, that's the thing. <laughs> that's a great question. Chris is just coming in with the heavy hitter questions today. Um, with his fucking echo in the background. Oh my god. Hey, Chris was like, "How do we support you? Support you? Support you?" <laughs> <laughs> Y'all missing to this that's back. A good question, man. I, I have to figure that out because, like, I want you guys to see it, but like, I I want you guys to support it because you like it, not just because it's me. But I, I know you guys are not like that, but. I don't know. You guys are good people, so maybe you would support it regardless. But I want—I don't know. I'm gonna find ways for you to come across it without you knowing it's me. And maybe you'll figure out it's me when you see it. But maybe not. You have to be a DM, yo. This is Flea. Here's my art. <laughs> what? I'm gonna have to critique the shit out of it. You know, when I first see it, I'll definitely be giving you the best corrective criticism in the game because you know I'm the best artist in this space, clearly. So I'm looking forward to it, Flea. I appreciate it, man. I, I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I want to figure out how to separate the two. Like, the reason I didn't just start doing this this idea from my account is because it's, like, off-brand. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just a shit talker. Like, I, you know, I like to crack jokes. Like, I don't think... You know, I'm not, I'm not mysterious. Like, I want this I want this project and this this character to like be a mystery to people. You know, like who is this guy? Like, especially if it if it gets if it gets some traction. You know, like I think the fact that people won't be able to figure out who I am, it, it'll be cool. It's funny because like the the PFP, uh, it, it is my face, but it's like I used AI art to fuck with it, but it is my face, which is interesting. Dude, I, I love that. Art where, like, you know, you want the person consuming it to interpret it their own way and to create their own story. That is the best type of art for me. I mean, I know that I could have just defined art, but <laughs> I think that art that, you know, they make you paint their own picture. They're not trying to paint the picture for you. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, it's just I, and I think it's hilarious that, like, like Chris said, you know, I'm anonymous. And then, like, now I'm creating another anonymous character, but this character is using my real face. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> Love to see it. Please come with it today. He's got his cold brews on his birthday. Dropping a project. Now, here's the thing. Is this uh, free to mint or there will be uh, a price to pay? Um, there, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to run with the, uh, and I don't know when the first, like, like, mint is going to be. Um, but I, I think I, I've had this idea of like the uh, the open meta before it even became a thing. Like I've always thought to myself in this space, like why not do things time based rather than like limited based, you know? So it's just like whoever wants to support you, you you know, certain mints might be a half hour, certain mints could be 24 hours. I think when you play with the time, that's what makes it interesting. Maybe you do a mint when it's fucking five minutes, 
you know? I don't see anybody playing the dynamic there, so maybe that'll be a part of, like, my style. And then and then you can get creative over time, you know? Like, we're... Because a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be minting, it's probably going to be... I'm, I'm getting juvenile with it. So it's 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 actually going to exist in, in, in my hands. And then maybe there'll be some burn mechanics where people can can get their hands on these actual pieces of art, you know? You know, this is a prime example as to why Flea is the greatest creative director in this space. We love to hear the thought process. He avoided the question about price, but he gave a beautiful answer. No, I mean, price, like, if it's open, it, it might be, like, five bucks, like, ten bucks, I whatever. Like, I, I want it to be... I want it to be like actually collectible, you know, because when you buy something in the store that's collectible, it's 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 never fucking ten thousand dollars. Like you buy a pokey like a pack of Pokemon cards in nineteen ninety nine was what, like fucking six bucks? You know, and now look at the price. So I think that's that's more true to like collectability is like low entry point and patience. Hey, I love to see it. Fleet expressing your creativity. I'm all about that. You know, I, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, sad that Fetch hasn't jumped up there and said fucking happy birthday, man. I haven't had a heard a word from her. She's probably like running from some creep through the woods in Pennsylvania. I don't know what's going on with her. I didn't want to butt in, um, like you are. No, I'm just playing. But happy oh my. birthday! Fetch <laughs> is on one today. Oh, I, I know. Love it. What can I say? Keep it up, um, seriously. Yeah, I'm, I am a little out of breath because, like you said, I am um, running from someone. I don't know. In the woods, but um, I really did. Right when you said it was your birthday, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to wish him a happy birthday. I tweeted you right away because I knew I wouldn't be able to get a word in. But um, Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> you're so welcome. But no, for real, I love the whole idea that you're doing this project. And I think it's hilarious that you're anonymous and you're doing an anonymous one, which just makes it even better. Like, I feel like that's so you. And I really wish I knew what it was so I could support you in it but um I'm sure I would find the art dope but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and try and figure it out and maybe we can all figure it out together and finally just support you you know because we love you thank you I love you guys too uh, I I love the hilarity of it all too like like you said like I'm, I have like you know we don't really know each other in real life you know but like we're friends on here so it's just like to, uh, I'm this anonymous character on Twitter and like to my anonymous friends, I'm dropping another character that I'm not telling them about. Like, it's just all so fucking silly. I love it. Of course. I, I literally don't expect anything else. <laughs> of course, it's a different approach. It's like the flea approach. God, that needs to become a thing that needs to be on a shirt. Like, geez, please. I, I really am excited, bro. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm smart enough not to follow the account or have the account follow me. So there's no there's no breadcrumbs. There's no Damn. trail. We need to have the anonymous artist on the Fetch Factor Sunday night. So if there's a way we can contact the artist, I think that would be a great episode. <laughs> I wish – it's funny because, like, I wish I didn't tell you guys about it because now, like, if you have this random artist with, like, this new account that shows up on Spaces, you're like, oh, shit, okay, I sleep. Yeah, the second there's a five-minute mint of an IRL face, you know it's game over. Dude, you know what? Maybe I'll start making a brand around knowing the secret, you know? No one else knows the secret, but I know the secret. Well, we know the secret, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like like I said, I wanted to I, I want to see if this thing can 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 uh can walk on its own feet, so to speak, you know? Uh because if, if people really actually like the art, I, I don't see why not. People, I mean, why people wouldn't 
kind of give it a you know a follow or or support it. And like I said, it's a different approach. Like I'm not trying to do what what everyone else is doing. I'm not making a fucking checks derivative. I'm not making. It's not a PFP. It's like actual. It's actual art. You know, to me at least. I'm gonna be honest. The only things I've minted in the last month are open editions on Manifold, and it's not even stuff I wanted to flip. Like it's just been like random people who I like have been like, "Oh, I'm doing my open edition. I've just minted like a whole bunch of stuff." So. Um, chances of me finding it. Well, here's the thing. Mm, to be honest, it's always people that I know and want to support that I hook their thing up. And very rarely I find like random stuff to mint. So I'm my, I'm very bullish on you, Flea, obviously we're homies, but I'm a little bit bearish on, on like on my ability to find this and support it just because like I'm so bearish on NFTs in general right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually like, I don't know, I'm crafting the story now. Like, I'm, I'm, I have the tweet in the drafts, and I'm going to like cleverly weave like some of the, the top names in the space in it in an in a, in a interesting way, just to see if like, you know, you get, a, you get some interest or a follow. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And then if not, like, I'm just going to uh, kind of just stay active with certain artists and, and kind of just, you know, just show, show face. And then let people find it it's kind of like kind of like trying to stir the pot up you know just trying to get a little bit a little bit of the soup over to you i love that (laughs) (laughs) so it's actually pretty clever basically flea's been in our spaces for the past month or so listening to me complain about all the things i fucking hate about nfts and he's reverse engineering those to actually implement those exact strategies because they work and you're welcome like, I'm not an influencer by any stretch of the imagination, but, like, imagine, like, what a way to, like, announce, like, oh, yeah, I have a project, by the way. Good luck finding it. <laughs> that is different. You know, usually someone announces a project. It's like, here it is. Flea is over here. Like, I want you to play the game. I want you to try to find it. I love it, bro. And it's funny because, like, even if you find it, it's like, oh, I found this anonymous guy's project. Like, it's still, like, you know, it's, it's not like it's me. Like, re- real life me. I, it's it's funny because the first name is my actual name and my face, so it works. Okay, there's some there's some tips. Those are some tips. That's still something to work with. Like no, it is. It is, man. It is. It's a. It's funny because like I I don't want to say too much because I'm giving too many clues. But it's like I I uh, I ate something yesterday. I went out to eat for my birthday and uh, like I took the I took one of the names from the place and like I, I mashed it together with my name, and it sounds pretty cool. So I'm excited. Like, I just picture, like, this, like, eccentric fucking, like, just antisocial, you know, guy who smokes, like, fucking cigarettes with, like, this little fucking, like, hat on, you know, that that 1940s, 30s vibe. Like, he just hangs out in his studio apartment in Manhattan and just, like, with his typewriter and his fucking, his, uh, you know, his canvas and just, like, pump shit out all day, you know? I love it. I'm... I'm speechless, to be honest. I'm over here like. <laughs> like, he struggled his whole life. Like, he, he hasn't been able to sell shit. You know, he hasn't been able to figure it out. But now he comes into this Web3 thing, and there's, like, so many tools that he can use to kind of just express himself. And I think people will like it because it's not something that anyone's done yet. So, so have, I just, have you turned bullish? Are you no, bullish like, on, you're no longer the I'm only bear in town. creative process, you know? I'm like, I'm excited to... Uh, 
to just be creative, man. You know, I, that's the thing. I told myself, I'm just going to have fun doing this. Like, I, I honestly don't care. You. Like, you know, like, I don't care if it blows up or not. Like, I, I just that. want, it, even if there's like five people that appreciate it and, and look forward to like the mints and, and like, and, and follow along with, with everything. Like, I think it's, it's good enough. Bro, you're speaking my language. That's how I feel with my spaces. Like, if there's like five people here, it's a major W. <clears throat> Yeah, man. I just so, wanted to say that image that you painted in my head was like spot on. <laughs> By the way, like you could see it, right? Oh, I, I could see every detail, every inch of the room. I could see the typewriter. I could see the dust on the typewriter. I am telling you, man, I was seeing it. It's funny because the way you, the way you're talking, it's like there's a there's some hints in there too. It's like it, it, it's uh. Kind of how the, I don't know, it kind of describes the project in a way. And if you ever figure out who it is, and maybe one day I'll tell you guys, but then you'll, it'll make sense. Like, oh shit, I see, I see why he said that. That's amazing, dude. Well, Chris, I don't know how long you want to keep this going for because, you know, Flea just took up the whole sponsored section. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any money to give out either, man. So thanks for the free uh, sponsorship. <laughs> Coming in hot. Thanks, Flea. Appreciate you, brother. Ivy, the homie. Thank you, everybody, for your birthday wishes. I appreciate you guys. Happy birthday, Flea. Fetch, thank you. Emily, Curtis, Dan. What's up? Sheer Madness in the audience. Look at that banner. God damn, that's fucking cool. Emily throwing up hearts. If you don't follow Fetch, you're a fool. Lock and flee as we speak. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Melodic, and you're listening to STB Radio. Nothing you hear in this show is financial advice.